Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials, and welcome back to The Toast. Happy Wednesday. It is hump day here at The Toast, a gorgeous, beautiful, fine day. We love hump day. Hump day. Hump and day. I am joined in studio by, you know, very appropriately, someone whom I wouldn't mind. I take advantage of hump day. Exactly. Every, every day is hump day in our home. Every day is hump day. I'm joined in studio by Ben Soffer. Jacqueline Follet has fallen ill, and, you know, she trudged. She got through two shows this week, but we gave her today off. She's really not doing well. So Ben is here instead, which is honestly so appropriate. Why is that? Okay, so you don't listen to the show. Thanks. Yesterday on mm -hmm. the show, we had a conversation like about free will. Mm -hmm. Let me just ask you, Ben, do you think we have free will? As I do. You do? I do, yes. So I was saying, like, what's stopping one of us from just like quitting? Um, that's a great question. Uh, letting others down. Of course, um, the consequences. It's, yeah, but they're all, all these things are emotional. So you could easily quit. So what we had said was that, like, if one of us quit, who would we replace the other with? Uh, and so I, my answer was obviously you. Yes. Jackie had said she'd hold auditions between ja Olivia and Marco, who, uh, who cut it. Interesting. Interesting. So she didn't say me. No, she didn't say you. Why I mean, would you expect her to? No, I mean, I just won't be filling in for her anymore. So, Jackie, <laughs> if you'd like Olivia and Margo, then whenever you fall ill, fall ill, uh, you can call them. You can arrange their travel. It's so funny how you like took that as an insult because it was really like a nice conversation. It was? Yeah. I don't see it that way. Oh my God, you're so, like such victim mentality. I don't see it that way. I chose you. I know, as you should, because I am the obvious choice. But it's fine. It is what it is. Wow. It you're, is what it is. You're kind of getting like a bit of a big head. You're looking pretty great in that hat, speaking of big head. Thank you. You know, oh, we're both wearing hats. I mean, you always wear a hat on no, the toast. No, but I, you say I don't listen, but I know that we're in our hat era. Okay. So you watch the clips on Instagram. That's we, true. We too. talked about hats on the clips. That's why. It's true. I can always tell when somebody references toast moments that only were made into clips. I'm like, oh, so you don't listen to podcasts. You just watch the clips, which totally counts. We appreciate the engagement and at any, you know, in any way. It is a great hat. I got it at a Drake concert. I know. And you're wearing a hat, too. I am wearing a hat. It's but you our, always wear a hat. It's our new Good Guys merch. So, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. So you're kind of like, uh, oh, my God. Did anybody hear that? Yeah. I thought literally we were being robbed. I think somebody like UPS just dropped off a package, but they must have thrown it at our door. Yeah, that was crazy. With the no, my heart just stopped. Are we just still running? Yeah, we're still running. Okay, so um, UPS definitely took an entire box and chucked it at the door. <laughs> yeah, like, like they didn't place it on the floor. They like one, two, let's do. We can break three. No. Yeah, that was terrifying. Because that's the sound of like somebody coming to kill you. No, that was very scary. Oh my god. But we're fine. We're, we're fine. all good. All good in the hood. 
settle yourself. Merch. Well, yeah, I wanted to talk to you because clearly you have a big head. Yeah. Um, and I think that comes from the success of your, your personal podcast. It does. It does. You Les, know. Every time you're here, the podcast gets bigger and bigger. You and Josh have just been killing it. Thank you, darling. Um, so, yeah, like, go off. I love it. It's just so fun. And to any toasters that aren't listening, I think you're just like being a little stubborn. Like it's a really, really great, maybe, funny, Maybe good they're just show. being loyal. You would really, no, you can listen to both. Like you can listen to both. It's one, it's once a week. Yeah. Like we're just basically giving you a bonus app. It's true. That's it. Like it you want, be part of Patreon. Yeah. It's a bonus app. It's just, just extra. We have so many amazing guests. Oh, you call guests. it app now? Yeah. Bonus app. I'm <laughs> such amazing guests. Like you do. Josh and I, we do the solo episodes. Those are amazing. But then the guests... This week, or uh, in two weeks, Chris Stefano. Yeah, it's because, like, your co-host is an actual celebrity who, like, knows... By the way, when did... I I take the handouts. I'm not saying that we, like... I, I wasn't attacking you. I'm just saying that's why you have an amazing, amazing guest. No, we have amazing guests because we have an amazing show. Yeah, no, of course, of course. Now, there's kind of, like, a controversy in your community... Is there? ...that I think we should address. Tell me. Where in the world is Miranda Cosgrove's episode? Yes, it's coming. Um, so because of SAG... You guys recorded an episode with Miranda Cosgrove, who, of course, played Megan in yeah. Drake and Josh. That's yeah. like an iconic moment in pop culture. It was. It's going to break the internet when yeah. it comes out. You don't stop talking about this episode. You recorded it, and it I, never came out. I know. Um, because of SAG. SAG ruined everybody's lives, and like the fact is, like as a member of SAG... You're not a member of SAG. Um, I'm really, really happy that I fought with my brothers and sisters to get us the right contract. By the way, you're and not a member of SAG, but you were a SAG-compliant <laughs> podcast. I was. We you, were We were completely. You followed all the rules. We were completely. We followed all the rules, and we spoke too much about future projects, current projects, past projects. With, with Miranda. Miranda, that we couldn't air it. But Miranda's episode will be a Christmas gift. It will definitely air sometime in December. Okay, famous last words. It's like, give the people what they want. Where's, no, I promise. Where's the Miranda Cosgrove I episode? promise. It's coming. That's promise. Like, there's like a conspiracy theory that like... Oh, there is? Maybe you never recorded it. Is, it, is there maybe, really? Maybe you guys were lying. Are people really talking about <laughs> no, it? No, no, no. Oh, you're making it up. So no, it's but, you. But every time the good guys like gets talked about like in our comment section, people are like, where is Miranda Cosgrove? Got it. It's coming. It was SAG. I'm sorry. Also, like that episode was recorded so long ago and I know that the podcast is just better. So, like, I hope the episode is still good. It is, it is. Don't be so hard on yourself. That's how you know you're a true podcaster, constantly striving for greatness. It's true. We are. Well, I'm so proud of you and Josh. Thank you, darling. We need to have you back on the show. I'm on all the time. You were on once, and the episode was amazing. Um, Excuse me, I was on twice. When was the first time? When you first launched. This doesn't count. You were on once, and it was amazing. By the way, do you see how uh, black uh, blue my shoe is here? Yeah. So uh, Nike, I found out, has a 30-day return policy. We're on day 29. So I'm going to take these puppies in, shop them out. Ben Soffer, he will be reading the fine print of the return policy. I've never seen anyone make returns quite like Ben. I saw him return a pair of pants. I'm not going to say the store because I don't want to get you in trouble. That literally you wore like the entire time we dated for years and they had a hole in the crotch and you literally returned them. did it work? Yeah. It did. What's your secret? Uh... What's my secret? You know, just if, and where did you learn? If you, if, you, if you don't try, it's true. All they they could say no. What's the worst thing? What's they the could worst say? thing that can happen? And where did you get that sort of tenacity? I, I once watched my father return twenty-five-year-old Gucci loafers. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I once watched him return them. And How? I don't know. And the person took them, and he got new ones. Were they yeah. worn? Were they worn? They were worn for 25 years. These are the oldest shoes. These are like his grandfather's shoes. That's so Brucey. Yeah, so like I don't make, I'm making it seem like I make returns 
or we're making it seem like I make returns quite All the often. time. You never I do. I don't. I never do just because I'm too lazy. But when I do. When you put your mind to when something. When I put my mind to something, I can do it. So I'm going to return these bad boys because this is also just staining. No, that's a crap pair of shoes. It's just staining. They didn't age well in they the 25 well, days. 25, 29 days. Let me ask you another question. Yes. Was it difficult growing up with a father named Bruce? Why? Because of Matilda? Yes! Oh my God, how did you know I was going to say that? Because uh, it's iconic. Bruce is such an iconic name. I agree. Brucey, Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. Bruce Soffer. Bruce it's, Willis. Bruce Willis. Totally. Bruce Strong Willis. name. Bruce is a great name. And it's, even though the people you just named aren't, it's a very Jewish name. Yes. Is Bruce Springsteen Jewish? He's just from New Jersey. <sighs> what a question. I don't think he is. I don't know, the last name Steen? Yeah, but... I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Because so. nothing about him is Jewish except the fact that he's from New Jersey and his name is Bruce. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Jewish, there was a fabulous event in D.C. yesterday. Fabulous. Over th- Almost 300,000 people showed up in D.C. to march against anti-Semitism. Yes. It was one of the most beautiful things I'd ever seen yes. in my life. And I had so much fucking FOMO. Yeah. It looked incredible. I just want to say Yesher Koach to everybody who went. It was a beautiful just sea of blue. It was really, it was stunning. And I was very proud to be Jewish. Yes, me too. Always proud to be Jewish. But yesterday was a, was a great day. And I do wish that we went. Yeah. And uh, just from the videos, it looked like there was like such like a great concert, like Omer Adam, who just like has been unbelievable. Omer Adam is basically like the Taylor Swift of Israel. He's the biggest star ever. You probably like have actually heard some of his music here in America because it gets so popular. Yeah. He was you wouldn't a, know that you know him. He was there, but you should look him up. If He's you singing the know national him. anthem. Oh my God, it was chilling. Uh, Matsi Siahu was there. A legend. Love him. It was great. One day. One day, one day, one day, one day, one day. You should become like a Jewish Orthodox rapper. I, I could do it. I know you love Nisim Black. Love him. He's and he's also, he does music, right? Yeah. You should do it. He's great. I'm down. Why not? Just add it to my repertoire. Totally. Add it to my Rolodex. Well, your repertoire today and your Rolodex today is very busy because we have five stories that are all very good. Let's go. We have some sad news. We have some TV news. We have some cheek crack hole news. Mm. And then we have Dear Toasters, which you you always crush. Yeah. Um, We also have a similar segment on my podcast, uh, Speak Pipe for good guys. So in case you ever have a, maybe they're not answering you, you know, you're like submitting, dear toasters, dear toasters, why is Claudia ignoring me? (laughs) We won't ignore you. We will respond. Because you get so few submissions. We will respond. We have the time. Right, because you get so few submissions that you can answer every single one that comes in. Meanwhile, we get thousands of people dying to help Correct. us. We can only help so many. So go to speakpipe.com slash goodguys to submit. And if we you, your voices will be heard. If you like keep <laughs> over promoting me, like you're not going to be asked back. You <laughs> won't be my filling co-host when Jackie quits one day. What? No, I'm kidding. I have to. I, speaking of promotion, I do want to say one thing. Oh, we are closing pre-orders for the Chili Season oh. merch tonight. So... Every size is available, but we're going to close it tonight so we can start shipping out orders and get, getting the sweaters made. So shoptoastmerch.com for the chili season hoodies, crewnecks, and hats. It's closing tonight. Thank you to everyone who purchased. I can't wait for you all to get it so we can just like cuddle up on a Sunday with our chili and our chili season merch. So that's shoptoastmerch.com. And the merch is actually unbelievable. Thank you. Unreal. So soft, delicious, pillowy. Oh, so now you're taking my advice where I said you were over-promoting yourself too much. And now you're channeling that energy towards promoting myself. By the way, I don't over-promote myself too much. I over-promote everything Your projects. Much. No, I over-promote you. You I, do. Nobody over-promotes you more than me. It's true. No one over promotes you more than me. Always no one over promotes you. You don't want me, me to promote myself. You don't want me I'll to just stop promoting myself. in general. I'll just stop promoting in general. I'll stop promoting. I'll stop promoting. I'll stop promoting. I'll stop promoting. What do you think of this sweater? I think it's nice. I think you look great. Thank you so much. Do you want to tell everyone? Have you spoken on Good Guys about how you're off Ozempic? Uh, we might have briefly. 
I have been off Ozempic though for weeks. six weeks now. How's that going? It's going well. I've recently started a fitness journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, and this is not a plug, uh, I'm taking Athletic Greens every morning and it's really, I'm like so freaking awake. I told everyone on the toes yesterday because AG1 was a sponsor. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm okay. loving it. And I think that that's really helping. I'm going to the gym. That said, like what Ozempic is really good at doing is quieting the brain at night. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, Tubby, stop eating. Right. Stop eating. So that thought is now gone. So I'm having trouble again from the 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. time slot, which many of you may be able to relate to. And yeah, if you, you know, shit uh, is off yeah. the rails when Ben walks into the room with his nerds robe. Like, yeah. No, what nerds clusters? <laughs> That's yeah. Ben's. Like everybody has their thing. Like they'll yeah. like for me, it's an Entenmann's chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. Like I don't care if I'm on like death's door. If you offer me an Entenmann's chocolate chip cookie, like I will eat the whole box. Yeah. That's my thing. Your thing, very weirdly, because it's not even like savory or good, is nerd clusters. Yeah, the nerds clusters are really good. Ice cream is really good. And the problem is I can't have a spoon of ice cream. No, you can't. I have a pint. Yeah. And I can't have a gummy cluster. I have a bag. Mm -hmm. So I need to stop bringing this stuff into the home. That's what I told you. I know, I know. Every time Ben orders a GoPuff, like we know we're in trouble. I know. I order like 9,000 things on GoPuff. Shout out GoPuff. So... All in all, how would you describe the post Ozempic? Because that's it's what great. everybody wants to know. It's great. Look, it's completely doable. I'm up, I'm up one pound in six weeks, and that's only because I'm just not being mentally strong enough. But I can do it, and I will continue to lose weight post Ozempic. I'm in the gym. I'm feeling so much better. What? What? Everybody like, knows my fitness journey is the Soto method. Like I'm very loyal to the Soto method. Yeah. I don't. I don't try like a bunch yeah. of different. Yeah. I'm not the type of girl like I need to do one manageable workout. And like I really like the Soto yeah. method. What are you doing? I'm doing the Live method. Oh, of um, course, right. With, uh, same as Margot. Uh, Matt owns the gym. He's my trainer, and it is. He's the best. Like, yeah. He just. He explains it to me in ways that I really like to understand it. Like he tells me like the. Uh, chemistry behind right. it and why we're doing certain things over other things and we're really we're working on stretching me out like making me longer because I'm so tight mm-hmm. we're also strengthening my big toe I didn't know I had a weak big toe but that's why I'm a little bit pigeon-toed because I oh my God, lot- I, if, the, if this trainer yeah can fix your pigeon-toed and I am not always tripping over your fucking feet yeah I swear to God I will get that man a key to the city if he can fix that I will do anything he wants how are you gonna get a key to the city that's the thing. I'll be Don't so, make prom- I'll be so passionate. This. You make promises you can't keep. Oh, please. Honey Dijon bath. <gasps> like a decade old. Who brings it back up? Okay, let's talk about that. Anybody who listens to the show, I know we always have like so many new listeners, so you might not know some of the history, but today we're going to explain. But OG girlies will remember that Ben made a promise on the internet. What was the goal you needed One to- One decade ago. You needed to achieve- it was 100,000 likes on this post. Ben said if he got 100,000 likes on this post, he a would... A different Instagram. He would take a bath, but instead of water, it would be honey mustard. Feasibly, it just doesn't... There, there was no way to do it. I never intended not to do it. I just want to let you all know. That does not... I would do it. Right, so no, by the Where way... Where the hell... I would give a key to the city. Okay, fine. Totally. If Don't, I could do it. God, I can't throw bullets. I can't, I can't shoot bullets if I'm not willing, ready to take them. Those in glass houses my shouldn't God. throw stones. My God. Okay, you're right. You're 100% right. Thank Give you. Give him a key to the city. No, I'm just um, saying, I didn't know that like you, your toe thing had anything to do with you maybe not being in the best shape. Yeah, so it, it just, 
I'm relying too much on the front pad of my foot, mm. not enough on the toe. The toe is what keeps it in a straight balanced. line. Balanced. Balanced. I love that. So we're working on my balance. Uh, we're doing some deadlifts. We're doing some, we're really strength training. So Good. watch out, folks. No, I love that. I'm hoping to get a little ripped. I really like, I think for both of us, like who've, some people like get into fitness like early on and it's like a huge part of their life. Fitness becomes like so exclusive and it's very hard. It's not accessible. And I think it's really hard to find like trainers or programs yeah. that feel like they're good for beginners. Yep. Because it's almost just like an inner circle and it's like you have to work hard to get in. I think that the key is, and not enough people talk about this, when you're fat, you don't have the mental motivation to go to the gym. No, and there's also and so, so many elements, especially as a girl. Like you don't want to be in tight clothes in front of people. You don't want to do a class because you can't keep up and you feel embarrassed. But what everybody wants you to do is go hard in the gym and eat really well. I'm telling you the key, eat really well for six months. Go on Ozempic, don't go on Ozempic, whatever you want to do. Lose 30 pounds just eating and then try going to the gym and it will be so much easier mentally, physically, emotionally. The idea of going to the gym at when your you're highest. at your fattest is is not the right way to get somebody to no, stay I mean, in the gym. It, it would be great. And sometimes I think like, damn, I wish I started going to the gym when I started my whole health journey, which was a year ago. And I only started going to the gym like four months ago. Yeah. Um, but I just, I know that was never, like that's not a possibility for me. Like I was so un, like unhappy in my body and I was so embarrassed. Like I don't think I would have been able to do five minutes on the treadmill. It's also just hard. It would have been disheartening and discouraging. The moves would have been much harder too. Of course, of that's course. That's what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, so we actually have like a lot to do today. We need to stop dilly-dallying. Ben, I have one question for you. Are you ready for the Fast Five stories that you need to know? I'm ready, but can we play Beat the Crunch? Okay. Come on. Wait, let's get, okay. Are you ready for the Fast Five stories that you need to know? Why aren't you going? Oh, I said, say goodbye to your, I, that's why we do crunch. Oh, wait, what do we say? Oh, here are the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you take a bite out of your morning. Toast. <laughs> I let you win. I definitely beat it. What do you mean you let me win? I let you win, by the way. By the way, I'm sorry. Removing that was like removing a piece of the toast soul. I know, but we, we aren't the morning toast anymore. And because the toast soul has been removed, listen to good guys. It's just, <gasps> we wouldn't do that to you. If you we had it. a staple, like yeah. beat the crew. By the way, talk to me when you've been around for seven years. True. Big truth. This show that is rooted in history is brought to you by State Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. The plan's all about being personal to you and your needs. And that means you're getting the coverage you want, a policy that helps cover what's important to you, and an affordable price just for you. Because after all, life is just better when you can personalize your experiences. So think about it like this. From your go-to coffee order to your favorite pair of sweatpants, we know you love to personalize your entire day. We're always saying here at the toast, so many things are so personal. Comedy, food, poetry, insurance. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's more personal than insurance? Nothing. Speaking of, I know you saw me hanging out with Jake from State Farm. I did. Did you feel like threatened in any sort of way? I did, especially because he only comes at three in the morning. And he's really like a celebrity. I know we joke that you are, but he really is. So did you joke feel that I am. Did you feel threatened? No, I didn't feel threatened. I'm a legitimate celebrity. We hobnob. Mm. Me and him. Me and Jake. Personal are you worried? Yeah. About me and Jake? No, I'm worried about me and Jake. I was I'm very taken Jake. by He's him. He's going to come to me three in the morning, and then you'll feel left out. Personalization just makes everything that much better. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage, your selections can all be personalized by you, because think about all the things in your life that you care about, your home, your car, your family, flooding, wherever you live. So many things are so 
detailed and personal to you and your life situation and State Farm understands that. So like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Let me try that one more time. Like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. Oh my, there. that stunk. Like a good neighbor. <clears throat> State Farm is there. No, do it again. <clears throat> Go. Today's episode is also brought to you by ZocDoc. Have you ever been on the hunt for a new doctor and you ask literally everyone you know for the recommendation? You know a doctor who actually listens to you, listens who understands you and makes you feel very comfortable? Well, after finally weeks of searching, you find the one. So you call their office, make an appointment, but then the receptionist tell you that the doctor doesn't take your insurance. So... ZocDoc is getting rid of like all the torture of finding a new doctor. That's like a weird part of being older nobody talks about. Like you need so many different doctors for like different things. And where do you find doctors? Especially doctors that don't have like a six month waiting list or doctors that don't take your insurance. That's where ZocDoc comes in. It's a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top rated patient review doctors and, and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, who are located near you and treat almost any condition you're searching for. These doctors have all verified reviews from actual real patients. They are not bots. And the average wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 48 hours. Because sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. for me, when my tendonitis is acting up, I can't be wasting time waiting for a doctor's appointment. Mm-mm. You can even score same-day appointments. So once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately with just a few taps in their app. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. ZocDoc was a great resource when Jackie moved. That's one of the things you don't think about when you move. It's like, I got to find all new doctors. So go to ZocDoc.com slash toast and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find a book, find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash toast. ZocDoc.com slash T-O-A-S-T. ZocDoc.com slash toast. Today's episode is also brought to you by Modern Fertility. Think back to sex ed for a moment. You probably learned all about how to prevent pregnancy, but what about how to plan for it? We've always been big fans of planning ahead, you know, scheduling trips months in advance, plotting our next career moves, figuring out what we're doing for dinner while we're having breakfast. But if you've never given much thought to planning for kids, that's what Modern Fertility is all about. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within six business days. You'll get insight into your hormone levels like your ovarian reserve and other important factors that can impact your fertility. The results go very deep into what every hormone means and you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. Traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600, most of the time even more than that. But Modern Fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. And when you go to modernfertility.com slash toast, you can get $20 off your test. Also, another great benefit is that you can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA or your HSA. So if you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, clinically sound information about your body can help you make the decision that's right for you. So right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash toast. That means your test will cost $159. It is a fraction of the cost of what it would be at a fertility clinic. So get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash toast. That's modernfertility.com slash T-O-A-S-T, modernfertility.com slash toast. All right, Benny, you ready for these stories? I am quickly. You'll notice that I'm wearing my glasses and not wearing my contacts, and would you like to know why? No, but go off, King. I ran out of contacts. They gave me a sample pack, Mm -hmm. right? I went to 1-800-CONTACTS to order them, thought that they were ordered last week, canceled my order this morning, out of the blue. It's disgusting. They and I didn't even see. know why. They don't want you to see. And now I have no contacts. And there's no way. Why can't I walk into a store and get contacts? Why is it so hard? No, I'm walking to a glasses store. Where the fuck do people buy contacts? That's actually an amazing call. Like the purchasing of contacts is so needlessly. 
You need Laborious. to like, have a guy. Like it's like a like drugs. Totally. Like I I need my contact dealer. <laughs> like what are you nuts? It's a great it's a great call. That's a Terrible. great what are you nuts? Terrible. Okay, ready for our stories? Yes. In no particular order. There's no like, one big story today, Please. but they're all very impactful. Hit me with them. This first one is devastating news. Tell me. Young Sheldon mm. will end with season seven at CBS. The series finale date has been set. Fuck. So Young Sheldon will end its run at CBS with its upcoming season seven. The Big Bang Theory prequel series is set to return on February 15th with a one-hour series finale at, set to air on May 16th. The season will be shorter than those before due to oh. the truncated nature of the 2023-2024 because of the SAG strike. So it's ending and we get a short season? So here's what the CBS person said. As a prequel to one of the biggest comedies, Young Sheldon proved lightning can strike twice. It set itself apart with a remarkable cast that felt like a family from the first moment we saw them on screen and brought characters to life with unique heartfelt stories that drew audiences in from the start. We extend a sincere thank you to the executive producers Chuck Lore, Steve Malaro, and Steve Holland, and the entire writing and producing teams for six wonderful seasons. We look forward to seeing their final season unfold and giving a proper send-off with the best episode yet for their fans to enjoy. Is it Laura or Lori? I don't know. I only ask because she, this person saying, uh, we proved that we can strike lightning in a battle twice on the same show. Like, no. Chuck Lore or Lori? Genius. You know, when his name is on something, like, you know, everyone on the show is getting rich. So good. I mean, you're right. We're being robbed because not only is this precious show ending, yeah. it's a shorter season due to yeah. the strike. Yeah. So we're just screwed. We're screwed. And if uh, you don't watch Young Sheldon, and I'll go as far as to say you don't watch The Big Bang Theory. I don't watch The Big she Bang doesn't. Theory. And that's because uh, you, for whatever reason, have this like preconceived notion that these aren't cool shows. No, The Big Bang Theory is a show for losers. No, it's not. And it's a losery show, and it's horrible. Like even after I got into Young Sheldon, I gave Big Bang, I gave Big Bang Theory another try. I can't believe it's one of the. It's like as bigger than Modern you Family. Never, you like, never, you never got into it. It's, it's like bad. the people that are writing comments to us saying, "I watched because we recently started Gossip Girl." I'm sure you've been talking about that with them. Rewatching Gossip Girl, people are like, "I couldn't get through the first three episodes. They're so cringe." Like, yeah, have you watched the Friends pilot? It's like, bad. if you if you watched Seinfeld's first episode, like, you need to give these iconic shows at least a season or two just to like let them like. There's a reason. There's a reason these shows are so popular. No, for sure. But like, saying you need to give a show two seasons before it gets good, like, well, then we can all just agree it's a bad show. If not, two seasons are unbearable, so, so then not before it gets good. Maybe start on season two and Wikipedia what happened in season one just because the acting gets better these people get closer I still just have like no interest in Big Bang Theory like none of the characters speak to me none of the actors they speak will. to me I just I don't like Big Bang Fine. Theory but Young Sheldon really is which is better um, they're very different I think Young Sheldon is a more well-rounded show it's such a pure Big, show Big Bang Theory is fun is funnier okay Young Sheldon is, is like it's actually an amazing show it's one of the best shows I've seen and the fact that it, it is ending is obviously devastating, but the whole concept of the show is that it's a prequel. So it couldn't go on forever because there's another show at some point. Yeah. And it's about young Sheldon. And in the beginning, the first couple of seasons are the best because the kid who plays young Sheldon is maybe eight years old. He's the cutest yeah. kid ever. And he grows up and he gets to high school and, you know, kids go through that awkward stage. And it's not like this cute little young Sheldon anymore. It's like a grown, you know, prepubescent teen. And it definitely changes the, the vibe of the show. It definitely does. Um, but it's about so much more than Sheldon, mm. his grandma, mm. his dad. The, who would you say is your favorite character? For me, it's the dad, George Cooper, hands down. Yeah, between Mima and George Cooper. I don't know Mima's who, great, too. Uh, I can tell you emphatically that my least favorite character is Mary Cooper. 
and if I disagree, my least favorite character is actually Sheldon. Oh, ah, uh, no! Look, he, the show is here because of him. But he's still that happens a lot though. Yeah, right with big now, shows. right right now, it's not great. That him. is always what happens with big shows. The yeah. person who the show is about, yeah. Carrie Bradshaw, is the worst, most insufferable character. Yeah, yeah, Susan yeah, yeah, yeah. from Desperate yeah, yeah, Housewives. Yeah. No, no, you're right. That always happens. You're absolutely right. I, I tend to be. Absolutely right. I just so yes, I very to sad. put on underwear today. You forgot to put on underwear? Yes. Wearing sweatpants without underwear is like weird. Wow. Just sharing. So this is devastating. Yes. Rip young Sheldon. Yes. But I'm looking forward to the final season. I'm sure it'll be great. I too am looking forward. And uh, if you haven't watched it, you should really give it a try. It was probably, well, we also just got off The Nanny and we're doing Gossip Girl. So these, these have all been great rewatches. Yeah. And I did tell everyone on the toast yesterday that you've never seen The O.C. I haven't, no. And that you absolutely must. Oh, somebody told me, because we were talking about yesterday how we think about the OC and we forget like that because it's a show about like these like rich kids who live in OC in Orange County and the show is actually very Jewish because the family that it follows the Coens are Jewish but you don't think of it as like a Jewish show like you would think the nanny Mm -hmm. and somebody pointed out that the creator or writer I think his name is Josh Horowitz of the OC actually eventually left the OC and went to Gossip Girl because we were watching Gossip Girl and there's so many like Jewish references and Israel references in a positive way and we were like this is so random even though it's a show about New York and you know, all the Jews live in New York. But I think that's why, because of that guy. Interesting. Yeah. By the way, he needs to, we need to talk to him. Yeah, no, he's, he's great. He's great. Are it's you, a good show. Give me, give everyone like a quick, what are your thoughts on Gossip Girl? I love it. I've always loved it though. Like I loved the original watch and the rewatch though. Like you're looking at this and you're like, I was really allowed to watch this when I was 14. Yeah, with cocaine. Like, there's like, they're like blowing lines. Yeah, it's no. It's nuts. It's insane. And, and it's like, like following like these kids as they're supposed to be 16. We were the same age as them. Yeah, it, it definitely was crazy to watch Gossip Girl in high school thinking that this is what kids did in high school. Crazy. That yeah. said, such a good show. They're all really great, great actors. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, Blair, Blair Waldorf is the best character yeah. by far. Was it a part of your high school experience? Because for me, yes. where I went to high school is where they filmed Gossip Girl. They filmed in the city all around the Upper East Side. And during like our free periods or during lunch, like on our Blackberries, they, like there would be uh, like people on New York, if they were filming, like you would find out instantly yeah. and like yep. you could take your free period. Yeah. And literally part of my life was following them around and like hoping to see one of them coming out of their trailer. Did yeah. you do that? Not like to the same extent, but I do remember that, yes. It was just like a part of everyday life it, when we were in high school. It was, it was. And it definitely fed into Blackberry BBM culture. Yes. Big time. Did you have your BBM pin um, memorized? I did, yes. I don't remember it anymore though. Me neither. But I did. It would be crazy if you remembered it. I did. All right, we have a little bit more TV news. Tell me. Shocking. Bobby Burke is leaving Queer Eye oh. after season eight. So a member of the Fab Five is saying goodbye. Bobby Burke is officially leaving the Netflix series after season eight. The designer who stars on the show alongside Karamo, Tan, Antony, and Jonathan announced on November 13th, he said, it's not been an easy decision to be at peace to be at peace with, but it's a necessary one. Although my journey with Queer Eye is over, my journey with you is not. You will be seeing more of me very soon. The love that I've received from you all over the last six years has been absolutely surreal. You have tuned in and been dedicated fans, and together we were able to share the healing powers of design. I learned from you all about kindness, love, and acceptance, and that has changed my life for the better. Long, basically just being like, love you, I'm out. You know, there's a multitude of things going on here. I think everybody, like, is curious, like, what's the tea? I mean, 
Young Sheldon only gets seven seasons, but Queer Eye gets eight. No, it's, by the way, it's also crazy because like when Queer Eye came out, seasons one and two, like, do you remember the chokehold it had us in? We were like laying in bed crying. Yeah. And I feel like nobody watches it anymore. I, I definitely have not watched it since season two. Right. And I'm surprised that they're on season eight. Me too. But also what I'm surprised by is there have been like rumors about some of the guys not getting along and they're like, it's pretty much known that Karamo and Anthony like really didn't get along in the beginning. Like they just did not, mm -hmm. they were just different guys. So the fact that Bobby's the one leaving is shocking. Now, of course, everybody's making Bobby jokes. was the chef. No, Bobby's the one who literally builds them houses. Why did I think he was a chef? Anthony is Anthony's the chef. Anthony is the chef, I'm sorry. Bobby is the blonde one. Yes, 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 who yes. Who literally, like, on the episode, you know, Karamo takes him. Oh, yeah, he's the one. I remember does all the, the work. Season, he does all the work, but they don't ever show him. No, and then he just they all just come up with, like, a brand new house. Yeah. By the way, I would leave if I was Bobby, too. Yeah, maybe he's tired. Totally. Of doing everything, but getting, getting no none air of the airtime. So true. But also, I kind of feel like I could see Netflix giving him his own design show. Totally, yeah. Like, that would, like he de that's what he deserves. Totally. And I have to say, I met Bobby literally the nicest guy like i don't think there's i don't think he's like a diva who can't get along with people because i met him at e-news like we were just in the same green room and he was so nice and he had no idea like who or what i was he yeah. just thought it probably was like some assistant wow really nice love it yeah he should get his own show but i do wonder if they're going to replace him because i remember when they were casting for queer eye a friend of mine who's gay and a hairdresser in la was like talking about the casting it is the role of a lifetime. Like mm. every gay hairstylist, <clears throat> interior designer, chef. Understood. It's like the dream job. Yeah. Because you become really like a cultural icon. And it's one of the most, like the fact that anyone would walk away from it is shocking to me unless he had a bigger opportunity because it is the, one of the best jobs in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Like you just become so famous. So I wonder if this means they're going to replace him or they're no longer going to be doing houses. But the, the thing about Queer Eye in the original show, it's like, it's a fab five. There's always five of them. So I do think they're going to replace him. So who is like a fab gay interior designer? But the thing is... Are the Scott brothers, are either of them gay? No. Good guess, though. Um, but the thing is about the show is that nobody knew these guys before the show. So they don't pluck true. famous people. True, true. Hmm. But maybe like a... Hmm. Like an Instagram designer. Like, hmm. I'm trying to think. Sound off in the comments who you think would be a good replacement. But this is shocking news, and I wonder if it's he, he'll be the first to fall. Yeah. Oh, true. It could be a domino effect. Right. Down goes Queer Eye. Down goes Queer Eye. Wow. All right. Are you ready for our next story? This is a story I've been keeping up with a lot, and like I'm shook by. We talked about it maybe two weeks ago, the hockey incident in oh. the UK. This has a chokehold on a, you. To me, every, it's the every, craziest every thing. Every night. No, it's definitely crazy, but every single night, Claudia's like, there's a, there's a new development in this uh, guy who flung his skate. And, right. I mean, a guy died on the ice. Right. Nuts. It was in the UK? It was in the UK. And what was so crazy is that, like, I guess nobody really, me at least, I never put together that, like, there are blades on your skates and you're not wearing, like, a protector over your neck. Like, I never put that together. I just assumed, like, the hockey leagues well, would have figured it out. Neck like, guards. Well, like, you, it's not a neck guard, but, like, your helmet does come down. There isn't a lot of room it's a very, very bad freak accident, but like e the 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 skate easily could have hit him in the face. Right, the fact that like, it was a neck. But there are neck guards. That's like a, a part of a hockey equipment, but they're optional and they shouldn't be. Yeah, really dumb. Really dumb. Yeah. 
So a man has been arrested on suspicion of manslaughter after the ice hockey player's death. Authorities have released new details on their investigation into the death of Adam Johnson. Two weeks after the ice hockey player was fatally injured during a game, a man has been arrested on suspicion of manslaughter, the South Yorkshire police announced on November 14th. The unnamed person remains in custody. Wait, who else would it be? Why are they saying the man, unnamed? Also, the South Yorkshire... Sounds this so, happened in the UK. No, saying, sounds so cool. Johnson, a member of the British professional club of the Nottingham Panthers, was playing in the Challenge Cup match at Util- Utilitia Arena, Sheffield, on October 28th when he collided with a member of the opposing team, appearing to suffer an injury to the neck. The following day, Johnson's team shared that he'd passed away. According to a November 14th press release from authorities, a post-mortem examination confirmed that the 29-year-old died as a result of the fatal neck injury. Our investigation launched immediately following this tragedy, and we have been carrying out our extensive inquiries ever since to piece together the events which led to the loss of Adam in these unprecedented circumstances, the detective chief superintendent said in the press release. We've been speaking with a highly specialized expert in their field to assist in our inquiries and continue to work closely with the health and safety department of the Sheffield City Council, which is supporting our ongoing investigation. So I guess they haven't commented on who was arrested, but I think we can all assume it's the other player. The one who put his skate in the guy's neck. Yeah, this is like so crazy because and I was reading tweets and like a lot of people think this was intentional. That, and I, I, I don't. It can't. I, I saw the video. You showed it to me this morning. Can't you, Google the video. Yeah. Because it's really not that gruesome. It's not graphic, but it's just crazy to see, see like. You, you see, see what's him, happening. You see he that he went. his leg. Above for sure. His, above for his sure. Head. He went to kick him, which is fucked up when you're literally wearing a knife on your foot. Yeah. That said, if you kick him in the chest. He's the padding, padding. It's nothing. Yeah. You kick him in the helmet. The padding's nothing. Like it. Like it. It doesn't. It. It's fucked up. It's not manslaughter. No. So a lot of people do think it's intentional, and I don't agree with that. Like I do think this was like a really reckless accident. I think he wanted to kick him or hurt him, but not kill him. Obviously. But like, how do you reconcile that with the fact that like somebody just lost like their son? No, you it's know, not, it's terrible. And his family's been very public. They're distraught over this. Like it shouldn't have happened. Of course they are. But um, not to victim blame. You got to wear the neck guard. But the thing is, when it's not made optional, nobody, it's not like he wears, no, everybody totally. wears it. But, but now they need to. Now, but so now this should be for the NHL, for Forever. everybody. For everybody. This really needs to be a way You have call. a blade on your foot. It's insane. It's, that ins- they, it's insane that it was optional. Ever. Or like your helmet should literally be attached to your shoulders. Like it should be one whole thing. There also needs, or like some better tech. Like it doesn't need to be so bulky. Like there's definitely, like if you think about, um, what's that like wiring, um, not like chicken wire, but like something, right? That's yeah. like thin, where if you kick through it, it doesn't break the seal. It's a terrible story. It is. It's a terrible story. He had a life partner. It's a terrible story. So sad. And like, honestly, like just crazy. I didn't know something like this could happen. Yeah. It's it's funny. I remember like, I, we all go ice skating as kids. Mm-hmm. The, the, you do think about that with the it's blade. It's like a knife. It's like a knife. And it's... If it's not like a knife, you can't skate. Like it needs to be as sharp as humanly possible no, and it's like, for why, you to glide on the ice. Why are we sliding on knives? Like what's wrong with rollerblades? Um, you can't put rollerblades on ice. Yeah, you could just have the floor. Yeah, I, I understand. But like floor hockey, ever? No, but of instead it? of taking away the blade, I think you take away like what we said. No, but like the fact that this was even a sheer possibility yeah. is such a shonda. It has to have happened before. I don't think so. I, I do. And if immediate change does it, like for all leagues, I know hockey's really big in Canada, in the NHL, like everybody should be looking towards this as a huge red flag. And they need, now need to show Blades of Glory in schools. Why? Remember in Blades of Glory? I've never seen it. With the, 
The reason why, I forget the name of the trick. You've never seen Blades of Glory with Will Ferrell? Mm -mm. You're lying. Mm -mm. Okay, figure skating movie. Unbelievable. He makes it to like the finals, whatever. And this like incredible trick that nobody has tried since this guy had his head chopped off oh. by a blade. Oh my God. Yeah, because he like spins in the air. His blade is up. He like flips him. Yeah. Dead, but obviously Will Ferrell does Crushes it unscathed. It. Of course. Um, I don't remember the name of the Will trick. Will Ferrell but is so funny. The, probably the funniest guy of all time. That's like such a crazy movie. He's a figure skater. No, no, he's un, he's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, you're unbelievable. Another movie that everybody should see. It's so funny. I don't see like the classics. No, Ben had never seen. These my are my Vinny. classics. Ben had never seen my cousin Vinny up until recently. Okay, I had never seen my cousin Vinny up until like six years ago. Yeah, when I found that out and made you watch it that day. Yeah, great movie. No Blades of Glory, but. Okay, you ready for our next story? Some, it's a little sad news. Ready, Freddie. By the way, more sad than the person dying on the ice. Well, somebody did die. Oh, wow, morbid show. Well, we, he didn't recently die. Well, he did. It's not news. Matthew Perry. And now some of the friends have come out with their tributes, and of course, everybody's just yeah. heartbroken. So, yeah. Courtney Cox has shared a poignant tribute to Matthew Perry after his death. She shared a tribute to her friend's co-star two weeks after his shocking death. She wrote, I am so grateful for every moment I had with you, Maddie, and I miss you every day. She included a clip of one of her favorite friend scenes with Matthew Perry from the season four finale in which um, Ross finds Monica and Chandler in bed together. Mm. To give a little backstory, Chandler and Monica were supposed to have a one-night fling in London, but because of the audience's reaction, it became the beginning of their love story. In this scene, before we started rolling, he whispered a funny line for me to say. He often did things like that. He was funny and he was kind. The actress, who noted that there are thousands of moments she could revisit, uploaded her post just hours after Matt LeBlanc became the first Friends star to take to social media since the loss. So we've now gotten tributes from Monica and from Joey. This is just like, ugh. Stinks. This is just like one of the saddest stories. Yeah, it is. And I don't believe it's fully been confirmed how he passed, which is crazy. It is. And I I was one of those, like, we spoke about this on Good Guys. I was one of those people that definitely jumped the gun and said, Me like, too. of course, like an addict. No, I said he lost his battle with addiction. Must have lost his battle with addiction. I don't, I don't even know if that's true. No, by the way, and it's it, not. And I felt so bad after saying that because yeah. it was just like a dumb assumption. Uh, for sure. When but, he like, I'm actually reading his book for my book club. I haven't started it yet. But I know a lot of it is about, of course, his journey to sobriety, but also the work that he did after he became sober. He opened up with his own money, like all these facilities yeah. for men struggling yeah. with addiction. like, And so I hate that like I assumed. Uh, yeah, especially not thinking through... Again, I don't want to like uh, guess his cause of death. That's right. not like a, a good use of Game time. Game to play. Yeah, exactly. But um, everybody knows that hot tubs, hot tubs are low key dangerous. You're I like, know. You're like cooking your body, and if you if we if you had like a Olympic size hot tub in your own house, you probably spend a lot of time. Of in course. It. And like you're relaxing, you don't realize how hot you're getting, and you overheat. Like you I've, I've I've gotten out of hot tubs and felt lightheaded. Um, I have gotten out of a hot tub member. Yeah, of course I do. And I literally like threw up, fainted. Yeah, because you're cooking your body at 104 degrees for an extended period of time. And, and it is God. very plausible for one to pass out and drown. No, and, and thank God, right. I was in a house full of people and, and you threw me in the pool. Yeah. The cold pool. I did, yeah. And I instantly felt better. Yeah. But um, he was probably alone, I think. Yeah, and the when I think about that, it makes the story 10 times sadder because if he battled addiction his right. entire life, overcame it, and then died in a freak accident. I mean, regardless, it's terrible, but it it's very, I know. It's very, 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 very sad and I hard know. and stinks. So, 
Yeah, so I'm actually really excited to read his book because I think it's a really good combo. Of course, he's like was at one point in time the most famous person in the country. Yeah. And he dated Julia Roberts, and I'm sure he has all these like amazing friends yeah. stories and Hollywood stories. Then there's also this like really dark side of it where he said, you know, he used to go, you know, pretend to buy like a to be a prospective buyer and go to open houses and go to people's houses and steal their their yeah. prescription pills. Like that's yeah. how bad his addiction was. Yeah. So I think it's probably a really good combo in terms of like a book. Yeah, it's definitely, I I would read it, but. If you knew how to. I can't read, so. Yeah, that's so sad. I can't read. Are you ready for our fifth, fifth and final story? A little cheek crack hole news? Ready, Freddy. So, Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are making waves. Mm. Um, because she was wishing Travis a happy birthday on Instagram, and she shared, you know, pictures from this photo shoot they did. I believe it was some sort of pregnancy shoot. And it's very NSFW, you mm. know, he's holding her titties. That's not really NSFW because like she's pregnant. It was really just meant to be like very rockery, but also pregnant, you know. And there are a few pictures that I think caught the attention of a lot of people. And for me, it was uh, this one. Let me show it to you. And I'll show it to the YouTube as well. Oh. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, it's Travis and Courtney. They're hugging each other. So we see Courtney's back and... We see Travis hugging her from the front. And as he's hugging her, we see him with his hands basically in her ass. So this is a conversation we actually had last week about, you know, butt touching. And we came up with this little limerick called cheek crack hole. Because mm. if you're going to be grabbing someone's ass in a photo, you know, a hand on the cheek is obviously totally. the best. Yeah. Crack, because we saw a video of Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriend, like literally putting her fingers in his crack. It's a little dirtier, but it's not as bad as whole. Mm. Now, would you categorize this photo of Travis and Courtney as cheek, crack, or whole? <sighs> the problem is, I'm sure it was cheek. That said, you cannot see his entire hand. It's giving so whole. I have nothing to do, nothing to say but whole. It's giving whole. Yeah, it has to be. Which, according to you know, the toast is the worst type. Yeah, it goes cheek, crack. crack. Whole. whole. Yeah, and uh, I don't think that whole, whole is reserved for a private place. I would agree. Whole is reserved for a private place. Between, not... you know, two consenting adults. Yes, yes. So, yes, that is, a, that is an intense photograph. Now, should we... And I wish them well. Should we recreate these photos, in your opinion? Sure. But it's my hand. <laughs> yeah, your hand. Okay, so we'll be going cheek. We'll be going cheek. Yeah, we'll be going cheek. Yeah, yeah. Unless, cheek is nice. Yeah, unless we can get like a like Charmin sponsorship or like a, yeah. Oh, I no, love what's that. the or like a oh, dude wipes. Call me. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Right? Cheek, crack, crack hole. Yeah. Cheek, crack, hole. It kind of it's like a song if you want it to be. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Cheek, crack, hole. It sounds like Jimmy Crack Corn. Cheek, crack, hole, and, and I don't care. care. I love that. Cheek, crack, hole, and I don't care. Cheek, crack, hole, and I don't care. Cheek, crack, hole, and I don't Cheek, crack, hole, and I don't care. Say cheek, crack, hole five times fast. Cheek, crack, hole, 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 cheek, crack, hole. You pretty much did it. It's really not that hard. And those were the Fast Five. And the absolutely amazing news is that we still have a little bit of show left because it is Dear Toasters, our weekly advice segment where Excellent. people write in. And we do our best to get through as many as we can. Today we'll do three submissions. And let me let you know that tier, today's Throw one to me. Dear oh. Toasters is brought to you by Pillsbury. After. So your weeknight dinner rotation 
is getting a glow up mm. because of the new simple recipes that you can make with Pillsbury Crescent Rolls. They can be added to your weeknight dinner rotation because we are so busy being mothers, brothers, sisters, wives, friends, that sometimes like it's just too much to make a five-course meal for dinner. But you want something filling, you want something delicious, you want something creative, you want something that maybe the picky eater in your life, whether it's a toddler or for Ben, it's me. Mm. You want something that they'll enjoy it. And that's what's so great about Pillsbury Crescent Rolls is that weeknight recipes are as easy as fill, roll, bake. You can roll up your favorite ingredients into a crescent roll. It's a quick and easy spin on a weeknight recipe. So you can get creative and come up with one of your own. Like I think not enough people are, are talking about rolling up a peanut butter and jelly in a crescent roll, mm. warming it up in the oven. Like that's delicious. But the Pillsbury website has a ton of different recipes like pepperoni pizza crescent rolls. If you're a kosher girl, just take the pepperoni out, a little sauce, a little cheese, chicken bacon ranch crescent rolls, ham and cheese crescent rolls. So you can go to the website for inspiration or if you're feeling creative, like I feel like crescent rolls are just one of those things like throw some crap in it and it's going to be good. Like For sure. And it's going to be filling. It's going to be delicious. They're also just so good on their own. So you can find Pillsbury in the dairy aisle. Get dinner prep done in 30 minutes or less. And most importantly, it's picky eater pleasing. So someone like me or a toddler will be happy with whatever you roll up. So fill, roll, bake with Pillsbury that you can find in the dairy aisle and head to Pillsbury.com for recipe ideas. Today's episode is also brought to you by Vegamore. You have heard me talk about my hair and scalp and how they've transformed thanks to Vegamore. I never thought I could see these kind of results with a product that was made with clean ingredients because I was definitely doubtful of the whole clean beauty thing. I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. And... Vegamore is the real deal. And what's great is that right now Vegamore is having their biggest sale of the year. So I am stocking up on all my favorites. I've gotten a lot of questions about, you know, since I lost a lot of weight, I experienced a lot of hair shedding and thinning. What did I do? I did a bunch of things and Vegamore was one of them. The Grow Serum, I love. So with Vegamore, I'm able to have visibly thicker, fuller, shinier, longer hair without all the harsh ingredients. Every cute pink bottle of Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and they are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. What's even better is that Vegamore's value kits like the Grow Essentials kit, where you get to try more than one amazing product at a great savings. Yeah, so I bought the Grow kit because I wanted the Grow Serum and I got the shampoo and conditioner and it's fabulous. So when you sign up for a monthly subscription, you save more and you never run low on the products that you need to take care of your hair. The key is consistently in your routine for your most beautiful, healthy-looking hair. So if you stay in the subscription, you'll never run low and you just like constantly be doing it, be growing. Vegamore Grow to Hair Serum Daily and uh, Hair Serum Daily are keeping my hair and scalp flourishing. So for a limited time, go to vegamore.com slash toast and use code toast to check out to get in on Vegamore's biggest sales of the year during their Black Friday and Cyber Monday. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash toast, code toast, to get the best deals on Vegamore's line of products. Vegamore.com slash toast, code toast. Today's episode is also brought to you by Roback Activewear. I think it's safe to say that everyone is talking about Roback. They just launched their brand new jogger and hoodie sets and we cannot take them off. They are so soft, so comfortable, and just perfect for the fall. They use their V-soft fabric and the name says it all. It's the soft, softest fabric we own. Whether you're lounging around or having a casual day out and about, these jogger sets are for you. Honestly, Sheree knew what she was talking about when she said joggers for fall. Like, Outfits that you can just throw on and look put together, but still be comfortable like jogger sets. Roback has the best ones. I love them for podcasting. I love them for laying around the house. I still love them for, you know, walking Theo, leaving the house. You still look put together, but you can also just lay around in them. And the good news is, is that Roback also has you covered for the man in your life. Whether it's their performance hoodies, the polos, or the joggers, it's all the men we know are wearing. So if you want your man looking good, then get him in Roback. And with fall right around the corner, make sure to check out Roback. Use code TOAST on Roback for a generous 20% off 
your first order of any fall essential. Robeck is spelled R-H-O-B-A-C-K, and that's 20% off with code TOAST on everything for yourself and for the man in your life. Check them out now. I feel like for men, it's hard to like look comfortable without looking schlubby, and that's why sets are so great. The uh, loungewear sets from Roback are amazing for the man in your life, but also for you, and make sure to use code TOAST at R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. You'll get 20% off with code Toast, are you ready for Dear Toasters? Ready. All right, so if you guys ever want to write <clears throat> in, it's deartoasters at gmail.com, or you can head to thetoastpodcast.com. It's all anonymous, and we can help you, okay? This one's funny. Hi, Swirlies. I love my girlies and the advice that you give others. So when this was brought to my attention, I knew I needed to turn to the turd and the jacks for help. Mm. Sad for her, she didn't get turdy and jacks. Mm-hmm. She got turdy and BSC. So let me just say this straight. I cannot eat leftovers. It's a long-term phobia that I just can't explain. This year, I'm hosting Thanksgiving and my in-laws are driving six hours to visit. I recently learned that my mother-in-law has already made stuffing and apple pie over two weeks before Thanksgiving. Who knows what else she'll bring in tow? A whole ass cooked turkey? I've been really looking forward to both Thanksgiving staples and not to mention that I'm pregnant, but now I simply can't and I simply shan't. Is it rude to make her buy my own day of or do I just not eat it? What would Jax and Claude do? Girl, just buy an extra pie because you can never Thanksgiving is one of those things you can never have too much also look my mother-in-law mother-in-law my mother-in-law bought a pie oh but I also got one from Publix like it's so not a big deal like true like Thanksgiving is buffet that's true you can always have extra food and by the way I don't like leftovers either but like sometimes I I will have you do like leftovers I like chili leftovers certain things you like all leftovers no certain things I never take like food home from a restaurant no no you like leftovers if we ordered something in you will eat it the next day depends on what it is and and I'm, I'm very particular I'm very particular but I don't think this has anything to do with leftovers somebody cooking something two weeks in advance I, that's I, disgusting I thought about it it's actually not disgusting it's the same exact way that you can freeze anything and what she probably did because it's a six-hour drive she probably made the pie right froze it immediately and then took the pie and the pie will still be frozen by the time she gets there it's definitely not like it's not going to be a great pie. I'm not going to lie. Like, no, but like the, the real problem here is that your mother-in-law is cooking you shit food. You like, know, but if you're like, making it two weeks in advance, it's just un, it's just unnecessary. What pie is worth all that trouble when literally store-bought no. pie and not even oh, like a fancy bakery, also, Publix pie, like so good. You heat it up in the oven. There's literally no reason you should ever make a pie. I stand by what I said. No, so you can make a pie. That I totally disagree with. Especially as a celebrity chef, we need to make our own pies. That said. Uh, the amount of grief that you are going to get from this mother-in-law, not only driving six hours, but making you a two-week pie and you're not going to like the pie, good frickin' luck, lady. By the way, no, how many people are coming to your Thanksgiving? Like, is she going to be watching what you eat? Also, you're pregnant. Anybody who attacks a pregnant woman, oh, period. I miss that part. Or f- for what she eats, straight to hell. Totally. Straight and, to hell. And just, like, figure out what type of pie it is and say that, like, it's just revolting you as a pregnant woman. Like, you can't do apples anymore, right? That's, yeah. like, an easy excuse. I'm sorry, I was reading this to your toasters and it's really crazy. Go. Hey, girlies, I need your help. I Oh, just back to that girl, like, eat whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. I need your help. I've been dating a guy for six months. He's been a total pee-jom. We are in love and things have been getting really serious. But I snooped through his phone recently and I'm shook. 
Fuck around and find out. Early in our relationship, he bought me five sets of lingerie, which I thought was so sweet and a very sexy gesture. Well, after looking through the photos in his phone, I found out that a girl he dated shortly before me was the one he bought those for. Mm. Tons of pics of her in the exact same lingerie. Mm. I'm assuming he didn't repurchase these for me and I've been wearing her stuff, but either way, I got the ick. Also, why are these photos still on his phone? What do I do? Uh Man, not you like sharing vagina pads with this girl. Like, that's so unsanitary. I doubt he washed them. By the way, I... It's impossible they're the same. He didn't break up with a girl and say, give me my lingerie back. Oh, that's true. I'm confident that it's different. He just is a creep for sure, but not the level of creep that maybe you think he is. These are This is new lingerie. It has okay. to be. By the way, that's a very good point. He wouldn't ask for the lingerie back. No, that's disgusting. Yeah, maybe, but maybe he, he went over so well with or, the first girl. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was just she really liked it. She found it sexy. He thought that you would really like it. You'd find it sexy. Why does he still? Why does he still have it on his phone? Right, the fact that he copied the same gift isn't a crime. Like it's just men being unoriginal. But where I think the problem lies within the photos still being on the phone. Yeah, but also, how old are these photos? Like yeah. how recent is this? We're again missing information. How old is this? How did you find them? Like to be honest, if you're snooping back seven years and you find something, that's on you. Yeah. Like, like I'm sorry. But that's like, why you shouldn't snoop. Like. You're never going to find something that's going to make you happy. You shouldn't snoop. You shouldn't snoop. Agreed. But you did. So now what do we do with this information? That's the lesson here for next time. Now, but to, to now, address this current situation. Now you certainly confront and you make sure that, yes, you're not sharing vagina to vagina uh, lingerie. Just yeah. to make sure that you're not getting some disease from this ex. You have to and, admit that you snooped. Yeah. Just Sorry because. I snooped. That said, what I found trumps the punishment for snooping. Yeah. And you need to explain yourself. Yeah, now I've made myself sick, so you don't even have to punish me because I know I was wrong. But do confirm that these aren't the same exact panties because that's literally one of the most disgusting things I've ever heard in my life. And then also just be like, oh, and why do you still have these photos? Yeah. You got yourself into this situation, and I'm afraid you're going to have to get yourself out because you really can't ignore this. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely strange. Yeah. It's definitely strange. But... I feel like you, he could explain. This doesn't sound like a crazy red flag to me. I think he could explain his way out of this where it would make sense and he's not a bad guy. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like so not the lingerie buying type. No, you've never bought me lingerie. You've never bought me underwear. Actually, Actually not true. You have. Yeah. You want me to buy you undies? No. Undies are very personal. That's what I'm saying. How do you buy somebody? Like, it, it's just strange. Because to me. lingerie is not like underwear you wear to work. Oh, you're saying that if I bought you lingerie, that's not like buying undies? No, no, it's different. Like, if that's like what you wear for se- for like sexy time. Yeah, but like that's why I bought you your original skeleton pajamas from Target. And that's why I love you. Isn't that our version of lingerie? Yes. Yeah. See, and that way, like, I'm. By the way, I would never, ever, ever, hypothetically speaking, if I had dated somebody else, I would never buy the same pair of pajamas for the two. It's personal. Thank you. By the way, but please, this guy, please stop serial talking. killer. Please stop talking about you dating other people. Like I know, that's Pittsville, USI. I know, I'm sorry. All right, are you ready for our fifth, third, and final Dear Toasters? Yes, yes, yes. Hey, gorgeous girlies. I'm a longtime toaster, OG brother. I live in New York City with my fiance. He is a total pre-job. My parents still live in the childhood home in Connecticut. Uh, that I grew up in and while having lunch with them this past weekend they told me that they are leaving me the house and they plan to move in the next five years the house is totally paid off everything like that obviously this made me so excited the idea of living in my childhood home is so cozy to me but also a house in this economy no brainer but my fiance says he would feel weird about living in the house because it won't feel like ours he thinks we should buy our own house when the moment comes am I crazy to be annoyed at this and think what are you nuts 
please help a girl convince him it's an amazing thing and get excited. Your fiance, unless he's a Rockefeller, is a fucking moron. Yeah. Do you know how many young couples starting out in their life would literally kill to get a house and not starting paid out in off life. in Connecticut and not starting on. Uh, yeah, I'll, at I'll any take the house. Age. I'll take the house. No, at any, at Let any me take age. the house. What a gift your parents have given you. My God. No, it's actually. Beyonce's an idiot. Yeah, he's definitely an idiot. Uh, huge red flag. Um, yeah. And unless he comes from major money, and, and money isn't an option here. Uh, no, it, it doesn't sound that way. No. And uh, what I can say as a stubborn man who has moved begrudgingly before. You'll fall in love with the house because men. When did you move begrudgingly? Not begrudgingly, but like there have been like our our last house. I didn't love as much as you. It's true. And then when we got there and we got into it and we made it ours, I loved it. This current apartment we both felt was unbelievable Strong. from the second we got there. I understand what you're saying, but it's but that's rare. Yeah, right. It's rare. Uh, take the house. The guy's gonna end up loving it. He's a moron. He's gonna make it his his own. And if you don't love it in five years, you can always sell the house. No, of course. But like, first of all, you should not sell a house that's completely paid off. Like, then what you have oh, to- Oh, I'm with you. Then yeah. you have to go move to another house. And by the way, this is the house that your parents well, lived in their whole lives. So it's not a starter house. No. It's probably a big house. Yeah. They raised all their kids there. Yeah. And think of all the money you would put down on a down payment, on real estate taxes, fees, all right, so it's not your own. You'll make it your own. Put some renovations in. Agreed. Spend the money. Like, Agreed. Are you are you okay? No, he's or not. Or okay. honestly, maybe he just needs to hear an outside perspective. Maybe play this episode for him and let me speak directly to him. Hey, fiance, love you. You're a moron. Take this house. What a gift you've been given. Like, do you know how many people like buying a house, the mortgage every month? It weighs on them so heavily. It affects their daily lives. You've been given a gift, yeah, and idiot. You, and probably conservatively knowing that it's in Connecticut. Oh, yeah. It can't be less than a few million dollar gift. I, like I would say um, the average home in Connecticut, a million dollars. Probably two million Depends on the neighborhood. Probably two million dollars. Regardless. And girl, If somebody came and gave you 700 grand. Right. No, and let me speak directly to the girl. You're going to say no? Let me speak directly to the girl who wrote in. Do not let your fiance sway this decision. Like... This is a non-swayable decision. Like, my it's God. Not, uh, yeah. Honestly, take the house over the man, always. It's a non-swayable decision. Thank you to everyone who wrote into Dear Toasters, our weekly advice segment, where every Wednesday we do our best to help the girlies in need. You can write us at deartoasters at gmail.com or head over to thetoastpodcast.com. There's a little submission box there. It's totally anonymous. And if we've written in, if you've written in and we've read your queries on air and you have an update for us, let us know what happened. Did you take our advice? Did you not? Did you wish you did? Did you Ooh, wish you didn't? It's like beyond the tank. Exactly. And that's our show. Ben, thank you for making the time on such, you know, late notice. We really appreciate you. Anytime. Always here. Make sure to listen to the Good Guys podcast. Make sure to follow Ben on Instagram at Boy With No Job. And thank you so much for listening to The Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories you need to know every Monday through Friday. So if you're watching us Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give us a video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iRadio, Castbox, all the places. We love to podcast. Find us at Toasty Five Star Review. Better be just stunning and wickedly talented we are. Have an amazing hump day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Toodaloo.